The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This week on the Wantless Audio Edition, an early celebration of Star Wars Day. Spider-Man has villains, you say? And I think we're going to need more Lego. I'm your host, Zach Wolf, and let's jump into this week's products. As many of you might be aware, May 4th is Star Wars Day, so it's going to be an all-out celebration of Star Wars all across the world, and especially here at Majorspoilers.com. And we're going to jump in a little bit early, because so did Sideshow Collectibles, as they announced that pre-orders are currently available for their new Jango Fett 6th scale figure. Uh, Jango Fett, one of the characters introduced in those wonderful, wonderful prequel movies for the Star Wars, uh, and... I think he was a great character. I mean, people have always liked the Boba Fett, and uh, I think Jango Fett kind of got lumped in there as well, since it gave more backstory to that character. And I think fans of the prequels and of the Boba Fett, the Fett clan, the Fett line of uh, people, are really going to dig this new figure from Sideshow. Uh, Jango stands at 12 inches high. He weighs only 2 pounds. It's gonna be, I think there's going to be a lot of playability with this character, as it has a fully articulated body, detailed flight suit that's always a that's always a good thing you're gonna get a lot of padding and a lot of armor and of course all of his nifty nifty weapons he's gonna come with two west star 34 blast pistols a poncho a merce on jt jetpack gotta have the jetpack if it's not a jetpack why even have a fat figure you know uh right and left fists right and left trigger hands i know so many different uh body part configurations and that's why i think uh these sideshow collectible figures, these six scale line, are so great that they're so articulate, so detailed that uh, they allow for a lot of playability. Of course, you have to factor in that these aren't your run of the mill, uh, cheapo figures that you're buying from your Walmart, your other retail store. As Django Fett six scale figure is on pre order currently for two hundred and nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. So. Yeah, I would say pose away Jango Fett. Make him fight some Jedi. Make him lose his head. Spoilers. Uh, but maybe not give this one to your little kids. Or uh, let any little kids play with it. Because, uh, you know, some people bought action figures a long time ago as an investment opportunity. In the future, this one's already an investment when you're paying over $200 in my mind. Uh, but not outrageously priced, I think, for the detail of work that Sideshow Collectibles puts into his figure, in their figures, uh, it's not crazy to think, hey, we should uh, get a little extra out of this. And I think one of the great things about one of these pistols is they have, I don't know if it comes on the pistol, I've only seen it, oh, it looks like a, the attachments for their guns, you can put stuff on the barrels. Uh, one is smoke, and one looks like it's actually firing a bullet, which, do they use bullets in Star Wars, or is everything lasers? Uh, it's definitely looked like a bullet is coming out of this pistol. Uh, I'm sure someone will let me know if uh, bullets are actually used in Star Wars history. I always thought everything was lasers and blasters and stuff like that. But anyways, totally cool attachments to add to these guns. Uh, like I said, great looking figure. I think this one 
certainly is worth picking up. And as I said, you can pre-order it now and expected expected to ship. Get this, June 2015. Put your pre-order in now and wait over a full year to get this figure. Uh, but maybe you'll have time to pay it off as you obviously you can do a monthly pay plan. It's only $73.33 a month. So that's a Jango Fit six-scale figure by Sideshow Collectibles. Now the beginning of May month is more than just uh, Star Wars Day. May 2nd marks the release of Amazing Spider-Man 2 into theaters around America and previously in other countries, and I'm sure other countries after this date. Uh, currently, I am recording this right before meeting Steven and Rob over at our local theater so we can watch Amazing Spider-Man and then give a little uh, podcast wrap with our feedback after that, so you should certainly be looking out for that if you haven't listened to that already. But uh, along with the release, Spider-Man Marvel Minimates box set has been announced, and it's going to include the Deadly Foes of Spider-Man at Luke's Toy Store exclusively. Luke's Toy Store is currently expecting the set to arrive on September 10th, 2014, carrying a retail price of $19.99. And what the figures you're looking at collecting here is Lizard, uh, Dr. Octopus, Sandman, and Venom. And they're in that classic Minimates kind of style. And I, I'm, I'm not, I haven't been a huge fan of the Minimates. I don't have any. None of them have really sparked my interest. But certainly, I love the look of these. Sandman looks great. He's got a giant block for hand. Doc Ock is featured in his classic Doc Ock costume. Lizard looks great. Venom is very unique as... Uh, they kind of they kind of nail that symbiote look uh, that we've seen in the comics in a toy form, uh, mainly just through the art put on the pieces for the Minimate figures. Uh, but I think it really captures the character. I really like the look. So, uh, never been a big fan of the Minimates, but these certainly caught my eye. And uh, I wouldn't be opposed to grabbing these if I see them on the store shelves. Uh, I do not know what Luke's toy is. I certainly don't have one in our area of, over here in Kansas. But it looks like you can get them online. Not a bad deal. You currently pre-order them. They will be out September 10th, 2014 uh, with shipping and all that costs obviously added in. But you can get those now from lukestoystore.com I'm certainly a big fan of Lego sets and most of us here are at Major Spoilers. And so when a new set gets announced, we certainly perk our ears up and say, ah, need to start saving the money so we can buy this latest one. And this, the latest set from Lego is one I think it's going to interest a whole lot of people. This new set is the Lego Fairground Mixer set, and it's in their expert line of sets. Now, Lego released a video uh, detailing some of the features that we'll post in the show notes down below. But we'll just run through a few of them right quick. The LEGO Fairground Mix set is set number 10244, and it is an impressive 1,746 pieces. Now, the great thing about this set is you're going to get a whole lot included, and it's just a lot of neat little features that I think certainly make this set worthwhile. So you're getting like a traveling fairground. They like talking about your, uh, your maybe your county car carnival that we have uh, all around here in western Kansas. I'm sure you do where you live also. If you don't, um, not missing a whole lot. Kind of uh, a place of a lot of spending and a lot of scary rides. Uh, I'm always scared to get on most of those. And they include one of those in this set, and it's one of those uh, spinning mixer sets. It kind of sit in the buckets, and they twirl you, twirl you around until you throw up, and then everyone's sad and has to go home and change. 
the cool thing about this is that uh, you build the set and everything comes on two trucks. So you have a booth, you have a dunk tank booth, and one of those bell ringer things. They all come on trucks just like a normal fingerground would. Uh, so the little booths come in one set, uh, one truck, and then the big truck will carry the giant uh, mixer ride, which they all fold apart and it looks very cool uh, when you're unloading them. And this mixer is a very nice set because it uh, actually rotates. There's gears and stuff built in with a crankshaft, and you uh, turn the crankshaft and you're going to spin the ride. And they also detail that this is Mindstorm ready. So if you have a motor, you can attach it right away, and then you'll spin it automatically. So uh, a great addition to your LEGO modular town, perhaps, on the outskirts. That is a little fair flare. Uh, a whole lot of mini-mates also included in this. Uh, kids, which I've never actually seen kid mini-figs uh, before. And by that, I mean... They're actually smaller, their legs are a lot shorter, and I maybe I've just missed a lot of sets that included kids, but it's certainly an interesting aesthetic. Usually you just kind of get a kid normal size, but their uh, sticker on their face and what they were wearing indicate, oh, look, this is a kid, this is a normal adult. But in this, there's actually, I think, four kids included, and then you have a whole lot of different uh, adults included, and then a carny, and then a juggling man, who they give him really tall stilt legs, uh, kind of like uh, Lord Business from the Lego movie. Uh, and so he towers everyone. He's got juggling things that he's juggling in midair. A lot of cool, just little accessories. And I really, really like the fact that everything kind of folds together and loads up on these trucks. So you can kind of drive them around and go set up uh, fairgrounds all around your house. I think this will be a great set for kids to enjoy and for adults as well. Now that set uh, is retailing for... An amount of money that I'm looking for right now. It is $149.99. Not too much, I think, for a set of this size and how much you playability you can get out of it. And it should be starting hitting stores and online June 2014. That's going to end it for our products this week. Let's jump in to a little bit of news. Now, over on LicenseMag.com, they released a report that licensed toy sales increased through 2013. They also give the top five brands and licenses and how much growth uh, each occurred. Uh, they say, um, in 2013, the licensed toys experienced an increase of 3% to $5.3 billion. Now, I think that's a pretty impressive number for how many toys are being bought that are licensed. But I think a bigger number is that that 5.3 billion represents 31% of total industry toy sales. Uh, that's a comparable number of 2012, so not too much increase over there percentage-wise. But uh, licensed toy sales taking up 31% uh, certainly uh, not. Oh, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, that is a huge chunk, a huge chunk of the toy industry, and it's no surprise that movies and TV shows have to rely on toy sales to generate extra revenue to make up on their losses from the production and uh, just increase uh, how much money they're making and justify their show. And that's certainly an aspect that uh, movie studios look like when, when they're generating content for children, uh, seeing how well toy sales do. And that can make, make or break a movie if it's going to continue or a series if it's going to continue. Uh, I mean, look at the 80s and all those uh, shows were obviously just <laughs> designed to sell toys. Uh, George, I think George Lucas played a big part of that when he retained the toy rights to Star Wars. 
uh, kind of set out this idea that uh, these properties that we're making uh, uh, creatively are also going to the people are going to want to own something represent their love of a certain property and so let's try to capitalize off that and not a not a horrible strategy it's worked out for a lot of people disney had three of the top five absolute dollar growth properties in 2013 with doc mcstuffins sophia the first in planes uh two of those i had no idea existed doc mcstuffins and sophia the first they're kid shows on disney jr and then Planes, a movie that I feel like didn't do very well at the box office, but it's one of the three top brands for the toys. Uh, and that is, I mean, it's no surprise that they got a sequel. Because, uh, I mean, if, 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 a, if a movie of that scale, Pixar, or I can't remember who did uh, Planes, I'm pretty sure it was Pixar, or uh, Disney Animation, I don't remember. Anyways, then a movie might not hit well, or not might not be received critically well, but that if it generates enough toy sales, it can still the the, the studio justify a sequel because they know they're not going to lose money on it. They're going to pre- be profitable on it, and that's certainly something studios are looking at. Nickelodeon's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Lego Legends of uh, Kaimia both claim spots in the top five growth properties category. The top five brands in 2013. Uh, in alphabetical order, so not ranked in any order, Barbies, Hot Wheel, Little Tykes, Monster High, and Nerf. Some fine, five great products there. Top license for 2013 annually were Cars the Movie, Disney Princess, Mickey and Friends, Ninja Turtles, and Star Wars. Still up there. And Star Wars didn't even really have any th- new content, I don't think, in 2013. I think uh, maybe a series of Clone Wars wrapped up. But uh, certainly, now that Star Disney has grabbed Star Wars, I would see Star Wars never really leaving top five again. Again, these are listed alphabetical order, not in ranked in total sales. Quarter one, 2014 so far. Uh, Disney Frozen, no surprise there. Disney Princess, Mickey and Friends, TMNT, and Star Wars. So not a whole lot of change, just cars kind of dropped down. And was replaced by another Disney property, Disney Frozen. So Disney is just racking in the money. Uh, top five growth licenses in 2013: Despicable Me, Disney, Planes, Doc McStuff, and Ninja Turtles, and Sophia the First. So far in quarter one, Despicable Me, Disney Frozen, Disney Planes, Minecraft getting thrown in there, and Sophia the First. So you've seen Minecraft kind of jump up in there. I wonder uh, what spurred that. I'm not very tuned in to the Minecraft community, but obviously something has happened to uh, spur some growth in the toy sales. I mean, so this is important because this is what we look at for uh, the want list is news or uh, toys and properties and a whole lot of uh, licensed things, these things that we are liking. So it's nice to see a report like this and uh, tell us uh, how well the toy industry is doing. And it looks like we are jumping into our last segment for this week's want list audio edition. Usually we would say this is our Kuso segment, but I can no longer say that as Lego has changed up Kuso and is now branding it Lego Ideas. And the whole site got a facelift recently and some new guidelines that projects have to follow. And they are this. Now, uh, so when I talked about projects earlier, I talked about uh, how long they've been listed on the site. And I was really surprised that they still haven't got enough supporters or they've been listed for so long and now they're finally getting to 10,000 supporters to get that official Lego review. Uh, but Lego has kind of put some parameters on how long a, a project has. It's not too crazy, so I like that. 
Uh, they're limiting it to one year. Now, all projects posted on Kuso, or Lego Ideas, uh, originally Kuso, uh, don't have to follow, and then they follow that starting now. Uh, so Ideas just got launched, and so every project on the site had a year starting at the, at the relaunch. Now, every project uh, released moving forward has one year to rack up 10,000 supporters and to get that Lego official review, and if they don't, well, then it just gets tossed to the wayside, and we'll see what happens, or if they get new projects, or maybe uh, they redesign it, and they submit it again, and we'll, we'll just do that process. So I think it's good that there is a year limit. I think if a project is going to be popular enough for LEGO to sell, it needs to hit 10,000 supporters relatively fast. And we've seen uh, sets do that with Doctor Who and the Big Bang Theory. And so I don't think it's insane that LEGO says, hey, you submit a project, you have a year. If it gets to 10,000 in a year, we're going to take a look at it. And that's, I think that's a good parameter. Otherwise, you could have things up there for five years. They just kind of slowly trickle in supporters and eventually reach a 10,000. Uh, and I think that's kind of a false hope because I don't think Lego's going to look at that. And they're going to say, hey, it took you this long to get to 10,000 supporters. We can't uh, justify creating this set, putting in the time and cost to develop it and then sell it because we don't think enough people are going to buy it. So I think that's a good move by Lego. And all that to say, let's talk about a product this week. And we're looking at, guess what, <laughs> a licensed property, at least that's what it would be, with a Jaws set. Now, an anniversary for Jaws, I do believe, is creeping up. Um, 40, 40 years for Jaws, I believe, is uh, slowly approaching. Let's just kind of type in a search bar here on Google, and we'll see, uh, 1975, so next year is 40 years for Jaws, so I think it's timely that this set got posted to LEGO Ideas, that's going to be weird to uh, change that. And I like this, I like this, I like to look at this set, this set was designed by TJ Spencer 1, and uh, what it is, is just the orca ship, and it includes a Jaws minifig, I don't know, what, what do they call uh, minifigs for animals? Mini, minimals, mini, minimals. That's what I'm gonna call it. Branded. You can take it Lego. That's fine. Uh, so it doesn't look like a very big set, which I kind of like. The Orca was kind of a small boat that kind of got tore apart by Jaws, and in and so what I think about this, I think uh, first off the minifigs look great. You have all the three main characters, and they even include the uh, buoy barrels that uh, play an important part. And then of course you get Jaws, which uh, Jaws is long enough. Then if you put all the minifigs and barrels next to each other, it actually uh, is the, the same width, essentially. So it's a pretty long piece, which I like, because Jaws was such a, uh, just a large thing. Bruce. Um, so in from looking at what has been approved by LEGO, I think uh, smaller sets have a better shot of getting approved. I mean, certainly they've done um, a few. I think the, one of the big Batman sets got approved for LEGO Kuso, and then it got put into production, and one's getting closer to that supporters already with the Assault on Wayne Manor. Uh, but I think overall, smaller sets, I would say less than 300 pieces, maybe, have a better chance at getting approved through LEGO. I think it's just one more hurdle you got to jump over. I think if you can make a really great, aesthetically pleasing, uh, pleasing, uh, pleasing, pleasing design for a set and keep it on a low piece count, I think you have a better shot of getting that approval from LEGO if you reach 10,000 supporters. So I think this would be a great set. Uh, LEGO likes their licensed properties, and they sell very well for them. I think this would be great to release alongside a 40th anniversary Blu-ray or something that I'm sure will come out for Jaws. 
and I think they could do very well for it. So good job, TJ Spencer. I already supported your project. I think you guys should all go out there on Lego Ideas and support them as well. There's certainly going to be a link to this project in the show notes. Uh, one other quick thing about Lego Ideas, they do put staff picks on top, and it, uh, easily more acceptable to see, hey, these are some good uh, ideas, and they should pop uh, uh, what uh, sets are popular that week, and also what projects are currently in review, and it actually gives you links for the projects that have been on review, been passed by the board, and now you can buy them with links down at the very bottom of the homepage, which I think is a great feature. And that's going to bring us to the end of another episode. Uh, make sure to watch the video want list version each Monday on the Major Spoilers YouTube channel, and make sure to head over to Majorspoilers.com to give your thoughts about anything discussed this week on the audio show. While you're there at Major Spoilers, click on that Amazon.com link to go buy all of your products you have on your personal want list. It's not going to cost you any extra, but a little bit will come back to the site to keep all we do for you week after week going and going and going. So that's it. We will see you next week on The Want List. 